0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco. Your music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Welcome back to Movies First, and sometimes we talk about movies that have been around for a little while. They've sort of done the festival circuit and bounced around in a few places around the world, and then they go for what is supposed to be a wide release, but for reasons only known to the distributors, they don't always make it into a very wide release. This is one of those ones that I'm surprised has not had more attention It's called The Family Fang. It's got Nicole Kidman in it. Alex, first, tell us some more. Well, it is quirky. So quirky films sometimes resonate, other times don't. But Nicole Kidman, I really like the fact that she chooses independent projects such as this. And it's challenging for her as an actor. And for us, there's the benefit of seeing what a really good actor can do with a role. Without fear of contradiction, you could safely say that the family fang is different to any other clan that you've come across because the parents are on this lifelong artistic quest which may and probably will cost them their children. Now, let me explain that, Chris. Mm-hmm. they live on opposite sides of the United States, Nicole Kidman's character Annie and her brother Baxter, played by Jason Bateman, live parallel and highly problematic lives. She's an actress whose recent antics have made her more visible in the tabloids than on screen. He is a down on his luck writer whose latest far fetched freelance gig has landed him in hospital with a head injury. Now, through circumstances, Annie and Baxter, who are called A and B by their father, imagine that. <laughs> Come here. Child A, yes. Okay, they return home to their eccentric parents, Caleb and Camille Fang, played by Christopher Walken and Marianne Plunkett, also in flashback by Catherine Hahn and Jason Butler-Hana. So they return to their folks for a period of recovery and reconciliation. The reason these siblings are so messed up, though, is that Caleb and Camille are no ordinary folk. Nothing about growing up in the family Fang has prepared... Annie or Baxter for life in the real world. The Fangs have been widely respected and acclaimed by the avant garde, their radical, their subversive performance artists, whose disruptive creations consistently shock and disturb the public while delighting art aficionados. So, from earliest childhood, the Fang children have also been performers and pawns in their parents' provocative pieces. So they've grown up with this surplus of stimulation, but a shortage of stability. Needless to say, they are ambivalent about reuniting with their elders. And then out of the blue, Caleb and Camille go missing. Every bit of evidence indicates they've been victims of foul play. But have they? And this has been adapted from a best-selling novel by Kevin Wilson, adapted for the screen by a Pulitzer Prize-winning writer, Davis Lindsay Abair, produced by Nicole Kidman and directed by Jason Bateman. And the book was embraced by both readers and also literary critics. They were intrigued, they were entertained and disturbed by the novel's imaginative humour, its subversive drama and provocative tragicomic universe. Now, while undoubtedly comedic to a point, there really is a great deal of tragedy about this tale as well which is decidedly quirky, that word again. The performances of Kidman, Bateman and Walken are particularly strong. Kidman's character is a veritable force of nature that refuses to be defined by her past experiences, but clearly she has been shaped by these. All four family members come across as troubled individuals who appear to have stepped over the line of acceptable behaviour in search of, and I'm I'm putting my, um, my fingers to the heavens, in search of highs. And we quickly learn the patriarch of the family, Christopher Walken, will stop at nothing to receive his fix. And those closest to him pay a high price. You get the impression his wife just went along for the ride and continues to do so because she loves him this is quite psychologically disturbing the family fang but it's intriguing and it's also engaging so throw all of that into the mix and that's where you've got this independent movie the family fang rated m in australia running for 106 minutes the starlight lounge presents an evening with the progressive box oh what a great audience let's stem the lights for this next one nope too much Ah, there it is. Got to get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay, and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. You mentioned several names in there, Uh, obviously Nicole Kidman, Jason Bateman is a guy who's been around for ages and ages and moving into the directorial chair now, but he's been in so many good things in the past, Christopher Walken likewise, they're all good actors, they've got strong roles, why didn't this leap, is it just because it's quirky? No, no, it's also because it's quirky, it's sort of who's the audience for it, you might well say, but there's been a lot of quirky movies. In fact, in the last month, I've probably seen about five or six of them. And, I mean, look, some people find it as a bridge too far, and this is a really unusual family. Remember we talked about, oh, what was that, what was that film where the family was being brought up in the wilderness, and it was uh not extraordinaire it was it was a film that we saw in the last few weeks and it did did pretty it, again a small release but th- this is this is a typical release for a, for an unusual movie oh. so i'm not i'm not i don't think this is uh it just happens to be i mean you live in Canberra, and unfortunately the population base in Canberra isn't as big as it is in Sydney and Melbourne where it will get a grand release and this is the sad part to me that it does it's very dependent upon where you do live and if 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 you are not prepared to wait or if you are unprepared to wait you have to travel and if you are then obviously in a short space of time you will be able to get this on blu ray or dvd and and all will be right with the world again yeah i have noticed it's already turning up in a couple of the uh, the streaming services overseas as well so it is one to keep an eye out for the family fan give it a score out of 10 alex Look, I reckon it's worth about a seven and a half. So it's not a bad movie. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.